Good morning, guys. Um, hello to those of you who are here and those of you who are at home. I forget to do that. Normally, Tom is here and does that for me. But it's just me and my wonderful friend Claire with uh, you this morning. Hello. We're really excited to be with you all and to have uh, another wonderful adventure this Sunday morning. Uh, today, Claire and I are going to go on a bit of a, a tour with you through uh, a verse that we really enjoy and we really love. It's uh, from Romans 5, Romans 3 to 5, and I will uh, read it for us now just to start us off. It says, uh, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And we're going to go on a bit of a quest uh, through that verse this morning. Uh, Suffering is probably familiar to all of us, that place where the verse starts. Uh, The bad or the sad times that we go through. And I'm sure that um, all of you probably have experienced suffering in the last year and a half. And maybe some of you are going through times of suffering now. We're not going to dwell too much uh, in that part of the verse. What we're going to look at mostly is the, the journey that it goes through to go from suffering to hope at the end. Um, and to do that today, we are going to be using uh, extended metaphor. We're going to be trying to make some yogurt, guys. So in a, the, continuing the theme that Tom and I started of just food, everything being food-related, Claire and I are going to try and make some yogurt. It's very exciting. My attempt thus far, I wanted to bring you a yogurt that I had successfully made already this week to show off, but that's not happened just yet. But today is going to be the day. But you persevered. I'm persevering. That's it. I'm, I'm embodying this as, this metaphor as we do it. So apparently making yogurt is incredibly easy. Apparently it's just adding stuff to milk and keeping it warm and waiting for yogurt to happen. So I don't understand what I've done wrong so many times in the the past. But so we've got our milk. It's nice warm milk at the moment. It was. uh, We have to make the milk hot first so it doesn't have any extra germs or bacteria in it. And then what we're going to do is we're going to add to our our milk just some teeny tiny little bacteria so bacteria are like teeny tiny creatures who are going to start eating the milk and turning it into something different so I'm going to put a bit of the milk in here this isn't hugely visually exciting guys it's just me pouring milk around but gosh in two to three days it's going to be very exciting so just that teeny little bit Bacteria, apparently, apparently, this time, is going to successfully make yogurt. So we'll give him a little bit of a stir to get him started off. It's not as exciting as you thought when you came to the front to look more closely, huh? Um, So we'll give it a little mix. And then what we're going to do is pour a load more milk in. This, this will be this milk's second attempt at becoming yogurt, so we'll see. And apparently, now, all we have to do is wait. And this is where our picture is going to begin. This is then our bacteria and our milk are going to be left to persevere, be persistent. And apparently, 
not successfully thus far, but this time, that tiny little bit of bacteria is going to work through all of that big, that's like a litre of milk in there, and it's going to apparently eat it all down and transform it into something different. It's going to work through all of that milk and create something new. But the thing is, that is going to take it some time. It's only a little bit of bacteria. It's a lot of milk. So we're going to have to give it time to persevere and to go through all of that milk and to work hard uh, to get it to the place we need it to be. And now, while our bacteria are persevering in this glass jar of dreams, Claire, I was wondering if you had any experience of maybe not yogurt persevering, but actual people showing some perseverance through some tricky times. I reckon I've probably got some ideas with that, yeah. But, but first of all, I reckon I probably need you guys reminding me, I've just come back from living in a country. Now, you know, I'm getting a little bit old. My, my brain kind of doesn't work as well as it used to. Can anyone either shout out or pop up your hand if you want to? What country have I just come back from living in? Does anyone remember? Go on. Mozambique, thank you. I knew that when someone said it, I'd remember. Thanks so much for saying that. Now, I've got another tricky question for you. When I was in Mozambique, I had to learn another language because the language they speak over there isn't English. Does anyone know what language it was that I had to learn? Portuguese, fantastic. Yes, I had to learn Portuguese. Now, when I was at school... And even when I was after school, a little bit older, I really, I didn't really enjoy learning languages. Um, and so I went to another country where if I wanted to chat to anyone, I had to somehow sort of learn these words and form sentences and learn how to speak in another language. Um, and that's something that I found really frustrating um, and really difficult. Um, and, well, I guess what I really wanted to do was make friends with people and have people to kind of chat about and laugh with and share about my day and sometimes eat food with, not so much yogurt, but other types of food. And, um, and the problem is, if I couldn't communicate with them, if I didn't have a way of, of being able to chat to them and say what I wanted to say, then actually I felt quite lonely. Um, and, and that wasn't something that I was able sort of to do easily. And then bit by bit, I was able to learn words and so I started off sort of speaking, and it was just one word there and one word there. And there were some people who were really patient and really kind to me. Um, and actually, they were able to kind of help me. Um, they were able to understand me, even with sort of my, my little bits of Portuguese here and there. And as I got a little bit more, a little bit better and learned a few more words, and actually as I grew in confidence as well, as people came alongside me to help me, and I was able to learn more and more. Now, I lived in Mozambique for five years, um, and I'm, I'm fluent in Portuguese at the end. Like, I, I can have a normal sort of conversation with someone. I can laugh, I can chat, um, I, can, I can share the, some of the sad th- things in my life as well. Um, but I'm not perfect, um, and that's okay. Um, but what I was able to do is to, well, I persevered to be, to be able to, to, to form relationships with people, to get to know people, and to have the opportunity to walk alongside them, and them to walk alongside me um, as well. Now, while I was in Mozambique, I wasn't just there learning the language, I was there for, to do other things as well. Um, and some of you will, will probably be aware um, that I was there working alongside seven Boys, cheeky, mischievous, some of them are teenagers, I don't know if they're still boys, they're getting taller and they're getting bigger and they're definitely getting stronger and cheekier as they grow up. Um, and these seven boys, for various reasons, couldn't live um, with where they'd been living before. Um, there were some problems with, with things going on, so it was better for them to come um, and live with us. But that's a huge change for them um, and that wasn't always something that they found easy to do. 
Do you know what? Some of them, some of them actually had to learn Portuguese to come. They were speaking another language, sort of the, the language of their family where they'd grown up. Some of it was Chiao and some of it was Makua. Um, and then they had to come and learn Portuguese as well. And that was something that I could really empathise with. Um, and some of them hadn't always had the foods um, that would help them grow big and strong and help their bodies and their brains develop um, when they were younger. And actually, yeah, that had an effect on them when they got a little bit older as well. Um, and one of them, um, he, there was something that he found really difficult to do, um, and that was to sit still in school um, and to learn to read and write. So when he came to us, he was about seven, eight years old. Um, And he did go to school before he came to us, but I don't think he sat still in his chair ever, really. I think he was up and about um, and sort of doing all sorts of things. And because there was lots of children in the class, he could sort of get away with doing it. But the problem is, if he ever wanted to have a job, if he ever wanted to sort of be able to to do something that he enjoyed later in life, he needed to be able to to read and write. Um, And so... He had, well, we we really sort of thought that was a good thing for him to do. I think you guys would probably agree with that. It's good to be able to read and write. Um, And that's something that he had to persevere through um, and keep going. And actually, one of the main things that he had to learn was that sometimes it's okay to fail. And that sometimes it's okay to not know something. And that other people can come alongside you and they can help you and they can show you. And that didn't seem to be something he'd learned so much before. And once he learnt that, once he learnt it was okay to sort of say, actually, I need some help. I don't know how to do this. Can you come and help me? He was able to learn many different things, not just to learn to read and write, although he is doing really well for that. I think it's always going to be something, maybe, that he sort of doesn't find the easiest, that maybe he struggles with. But something that I'm really proud of him for doing is to keep going and to keep persevering in that. Um, I don't know. Do you want one more example? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Cool. I wonder, have any of you guys got pets at home? Anyone got pets? Have you got some guinea pigs, maybe? Have you got some rabbits? Has anyone got any cats? I've got, I got fish. Some, you got fish? Yep. Cool. Now, I'm guessing to look after those animals, do you need to give them some food? Yes. Yes. Do you need to give them some water sometimes? Yeah, if they're fish, do you need to clean their tank? Yeah, I am meant to do that. Yeah, that's... <laughs> now, these, these boys, these seven boys that I was, uh, I was living alongside, um, they got given sort of some jobs to do around the site, and one of them was helping to look after the chickens. Now, one of my teammates, he's called Orlando, he started buying little chicks. So they'd come as, like, babies, really sweet. He'd buy, like, sort of 200 of at a time. Um, and if you walk by, you'd hear this, cheep, 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 cheep. It was really cool. Um, and a couple of the boys had the responsibility to go in in the morning and to go in in the evening and to give them their food and to make sure they had water and to make sure the lights were on as they were growing and to make sure it was all locked up and they were safe in that environment. Now, sometimes a couple of the chicks got ill um, and and actually that was a bit sad for them because they put a lot of time and energy into looking after these Um, and sometimes the roof leaked a little bit and that was a bit sad. They had to make sure that the chickens weren't over there and they were in the other side. Um, And these, the boys that were looking after these were sort of around sort of 11, 12, 13, 14, that sort of age. Um, And I really enjoyed seeing them learn to sort of develop that they had to keep going. If they missed a day, then actually the chickens, or the chicks and the chickens, wouldn't be very happy and they wouldn't be very healthy. So they had to keep persevering with it and keep going with it. Um, And actually it was something that when I left they'd been doing for about six months. That's quite a long time. Um, And when these chickens get big enough, then they would 
sort of go and sell them to people who want them at home for their for their eggs um, and sometimes for other things as well. Um, and, uh, and and then after a little while, sort of cleaning out the place, they'd buy some more chick- chicks, and they'd start the process again. Um, and they'd keep growing these. Um, and it was really cool to see them sort of develop um, in their skills and learning about this and to keep going with it. Yeah. Oh, that's really wonderful. Thank you so much, Claire, for telling us a bit more about the boys. Now, Claire sort of hinted there, hasn't she, that the perseverance, it doesn't just sort of go on forever and forever and ever. Actually, things start to change and to develop as we persevere, as we grow. And so too will it be, hopefully, with our yoghurt. As the our bacteria travels through the milk, it will change the milk and it will start to uh, do something called fermenting, which is where it will go from... Uh, it will develop character and flavour. I don't know if you've ever drunk milk, but milk is like a bland and, and friendly sort of nothing drink. But yoghurt, yoghurt is a tangy and exciting breakfast treat. It, has developed, it develops character and flavour through that process of fermentation. And to explore maybe how fermentation, that pers- like the perseverance, that long process, brings out character forward slash flavour. We have got some other fermented foods here at the front. And I have prepared some people who are brave and willing to come and try these very characterful <laughs> foods. Claire is one of them. But I believe there might be some other people sitting waiting for their moment, <laughs> making direct eye contact, Giles. <laughs> now is the time. <laughs> so here we go. I don't know which way to start. This one feels like the calmest. Oh, yeah. All right. So here we go. Here I've got number one. Oh, gosh, I didn't open them. I'm unprepared. Here we go. Do I have to close my eyes for this? Oh, I don't think it's going to help. <laughs> um, Close your nose. <laughs> like so first up, have you caved, Oliver? <laughs> Where do you want me to stand? I have to. I'm going to go over here. It smells spectacular. <laughs> We're starting with sauerkraut. For those of you who don't know, this is fermented cabbage. So this will be this will be great. Do you want to go first, Oliver? Love to go first. Thank you, Charlotte. I don't want to get too much. Don't get too much. <laughs> right. Oh, is this rejoicing my suffering? Yep. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> so I wait for Giles to have some as well. Do it at the same, at time. The same time. And Claire is here as well. Oh, I'm I'm much already, it's disgusting. It is. It's pungent. It's pungent. <laughs> this is why you asked me to bring water this morning, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't read the small print. It's called Hurley. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a brand name choice that I'm not hugely convinced by. Neither am I. Here we go. You got loads. Go on, guys. (laughs) Go on, give it a try. Three, two, Two, one, one, go. It's okay. It's all right. Hmm. It's got a twang to it. Yeah, character. (laughs) It's character. It's It's got character. It's got character. That felt like the easiest one. Please don't tell me that was the easiest one. It'd be the hardest one. We'll try. Now, this next one is um, I've got miso paste. So, 
So normally I mix this into things. So we're going a bit wild having going eating this straight. This is like a fermented soybeans. So that's nice. Um, you can have different spoons. I'll, I'll collect your soiled your these spoons. Soiled spoons. Your soiled spoons, and we'll try this one. Just a tiny bit, Oliver. Don't go. Because I think that will be. It's vinegar. vinaigrette on it. That's not encouraging. It's. I mean, I'm. I'm a fan of a fermented food, so I would willingly eat all of these things. And it turns out I'm going to have to willingly eat all of these things for my lunches for quite some time. But there we go. Why are you also not? Trying this as well. That's, that's a very good question. That is a good question. Would you like me to? Yeah, that's <laughs> okay, you ready, guys? Yep. Three, two, one. one. I like that. That's he likes that one. We like this one. Like one. But characterful, flavorful. Yeah. yeah. Strong. 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 Nutty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we like that one. Okay. Here we go. We got the. Glad I didn't have too much though. <laughs> I can see why you put that in. Here's the last one. You're cheating, you've got water. I know, I am cheating. I'm fully aware I'm cheating, John. And last up, we've got kimchi. Kimchi is also garlic, but, um, well, it's also cabbage, but this one's got garlic in and and a little bit of spicy. (laughs) Good things or bad things? There you go. I mean, I am a big fan, but this. This, uh, this one's not smelling It's pungent. <laughs> it's always good because I've been loved, so it's just quite, yeah. Yeah. You, you just go for it. <laughs> Perhaps about that much. <laughs> it's dripping in my hand. Beautiful. Right. Three, two, one. Go, go. It's again a bit twangy. Yeah, I agree, Giles. Yes. <laughs> we pushed Oliver too far with that last one. <laughs> I think that was the best one. I like that one as well. But there we go. So characterful, characterful. Definitely. Have you yes. described the character of that one? That last one, uh, twangy. Yeah. Any other good? Dis- <laughs> well, how would you describe it, Oliver? Do you have I words? That one. No, I think we need a description. Yeah, go on, go on. It's quite, um, it's quite spicy. It's, it's quite bold, spicy, spicy. bold, bold flavour. Yeah. Oh, I bold, like bold. it. Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. And hopefully, <laughs> oh, thank you guys. They really didn't get any sort of guidance about what I would make them eat. So this is <laughs> this is all new. So please do give give our lovely volunteers a bit of a clap. They did a wonderful job. Claire's just getting her water as well. Uh, so the point of that, there was a point. I didn't just want to make people... I mean, that has been my quest since we started doing family services to make people eat weird foods. But that's, there was a reason to it. Because those foods all... Um, so cabbage on its own is not perhaps the most flavourful thing in the world. But actually, through that process of fermentation, those things um, have perfect, that long 
process where things have to persevere and keep going and there's a weight involved. But at the end, they develop that character and that flavour. And actually, when we persevere through things, particularly difficult things, they can really grow our character. And God gives us all these characters. He makes us all uh, according to perfect design. We all have different traits and different characteristics. But actually, sometimes for them to grow to to the fullest and to the best that they can be, they have to grow um, through perseverance, through trials, through sad times. Um, I wonder, Claire, did you see the boy's character develop at all through those through those things they persevered through? What sort of things did you see grow and change in them? Well, actually, grow and change in me as well, and first you, of all. Claire. So I think I kind of mentioned it already, but one of the things that I was able, because I learnt the language... I was able to actually have some friends, which is quite nice, really. We all like friends, don't we? We like friends to play with, to chat with, particularly for me to drink tea with. Um, And when I was in Mozambique, to eat shima with, which is one of their main foods. Um, But the boys, sort of the character that I saw in them was was actually a lot of hope and a lot of, they could see those opportunities. They could see those things that before they thought they would never be able to do. But actually, they'd be able to, they could sort of start to see they'd be able to do it now. Now, I, I told you about one of the boys um, who was struggling to read and write. Now, actually, when I left, I mean, they changed this quite often, but when I left, the job that he wanted to do when he grew up was to be a police officer. Now, obviously, to be a police officer, you probably need to be able to read and write and to be able to sort of, you know, you know, jot things down on their notepad and sort of be able to read notes when they're back at the office and things like that. Um, and so... He, had, he now had this hope and this opportunity that he'd be able to do that, um, whereas before, like, it, it probably wasn't something that he would ever be able to think of doing. Um, yeah. yeah do you want to chat a little bit more? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what about the chicken boys? Did they... <laughs> That's sort of probably not how they'd like to be a No, they'd love that. Well, one of the things I love seeing in them was how much they cared for these chickens. Um, it was great. I could sort of go down in the morning and kind of go, oh, well, do you know what? We kind of joked around and we actually kind of called them their sons and their daughters because they looked after them that well. So I kind of go down and go, oh, like, how have your sons and daughters, have they, like, have they, you know, have they they've been all right during the night? Did they sleep well? Did they rest well? Did they eat well? Um, and they would kind of go, yeah, like, we're done all right. We've got, oh, no, we've got one that's a little bit sick. And like, we're trying to figure out what to do with it. Um, and I loved seeing, actually, their caring nature come out in this. Um, and actually them being, being proud and having pride in something that they could see through. They could see where they started. Um, and they could see that the work that they were doing. Um, and then they could see, like, what came out at the end. And it was these grown-up chickens. Um, and, and that was really cool. Um, and that was something that was really such a joy to see in them. Um, and I really kind of hope that that will continue um, in life as well. Aww. Thank you, Claire. Yeah. So, suffering uh, produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. And alas, this is where the yoghurt metaphor fails me. The yoghurt will develop character, and that is about as far as it will go. The yoghurt, unfortunately, will not develop hope. Uh, in its jar. And here then, it's, a, it's this why it can only take us so far. Humans are more than yogurt. So that could be your inspirational message you can take home uh, today. But no, we are more than yogurt. Our, our process of, the, from suffering, perseverance, character goes one step further. And at the end of when we develop character, this verse says, it leads us to a place of hope. And hope it's such a beautiful thing, isn't it? Hope is that, that thing that I think motivates lots of us to get up in the morning, the hope that something good is coming. And that character produces hope. And in the verse it says, uh, because Christ has poured out his love on us. 
And that is a really good and beautiful thing. When our character grows, it teaches us to hope. Um, I think it teaches us to hope because of two, two things. Uh, because of when we look at God, we see what he has done and what he will do. There's hope that comes out of the, out of the suffering itself that says, actually, I have been through this sad or bad thing and God has still made something beautiful out of it. Something has grown in me even through that dark time. How good is God that he can make something beautiful out of that darkness, that new character that is growing in me. But also we have this hope of what he will do. Uh, If God can produce those beautiful things out of suffering, what beautiful things will he produce out of just goodness? And that is what is promised ahead of us, isn't it? That there is a time where there will be no more suffering. This hope of a time where God is just going to be uh, everything is going to be put right. What a beautiful hope that we're not going to have to walk through that valley anymore. They will all be uh, those beautiful experiences of goodness. And so character, I think, helps that hope to become more concrete, more real, doesn't it? We see, actually, the goodness of God in the dark times, and that gives us an even stronger hope for what God's goodness will be like in the, in the bright times afterwards. And uh, sometimes it, our experiences breed in us really specific hopes, different hopes and dreams for the future. I'm going to go back to you, Claire, one more time. Tell us, is there any hopes you think that maybe the boys um, might have? Well, I'm going to t- yes, they definitely have. Some yeah. of them have got hopes. Yeah, not to learn any more languages for a while. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so... Like, I don't know, when you're, when you're young, you often sort of hope to be something, don't you? It's actually some, I don't know about you guys, like if there's things you want to be, maybe you want to be a police officer, or I don't know, like one of the boys, one of the hopes, well in fact quite a few of them have got this hope now, is to be a footballer, because some of the boys have joined a local football team for their age, um, and they're loving it, they're loving running around and kicking a ball and being with, like making other friends, um, and it's actually been run by a Christian pastor as well, which is fantastic, so they're kind of getting some, some kind of Bible input um, there as well, and with the other team, um, and they are loving it, and they, they hope is to be a footballer when they grow up. We'll find out whether that happens or not. Um, but one of the things that's happened over the last couple of years with them as well, actually, I forgot to mention this earlier, but um, is that some of them have actually um, said that they, they wanted to become Christians um, and we were able to pray for them in, in that. Um, and that's really cool. And so, you know, they're all sort of learning more about God and his word um, and his Holy Spirit and that's fantastic. And actually, it's great that they have these hopes on earth, like maybe to be a footballer or to grow up and to do that and to do that and to learn to be able to do that. But they also, we know that they have this eternal hope. Um, and this hope that will last forever. Um, yeah, and that's great to see. Um, and I can, if I can encourage you to keep keep praying for them um, and encouraging them that, in that as well. Brilliant. Thank you, Claire. Um, that is about where we will leave you. Uh, but just before I welcome the band back up to, to sing for us and to, to lead us in worship, some of you will hopefully have found a little paper man. If you are at home, don't panic. You can do this activity even without a little paper man. But what these guys have got, hopefully, is a little paper man. Thank you, Oliver. Um, A little paper man and a pen. And what I'm going to ask you to do, guys, is um, the band are going to come up, and the first thing they do is they're going to give us a little bit of time to reflect. And what I'd love you to do while they sing over you is to think about some elements of your character that are really good. God made each of you with beautiful and amazing personalities and characters. I know that you have hundreds of wonderful traits. But I'd love you to think of maybe a couple of parts of your character that you are really happy with, proud of, things that about yourself that you know are really good. And maybe spend a few minutes, you can write them down on your little man, or at home on a piece of paper. And just while the band sing this first song for us, um, reflect maybe on what has 
grown those parts of your character? What things you've been through and walked through has God used uh, to develop those really beautiful and amazing parts of you? Thank you very much.